Hey everybody, this is Chris Fury. Tonight we have with us the audacious black film who's going to be talking to her about our platform and Brian Covington, his sci-fi and fantasy author. But first, thank you for tuning in to Blurred's Eye View, Ohio's favorite blurs with attitude. And if you haven't already, hit that notification bell on the YouTube channel. And if you listen to us while you're in the car, you can now listen to us on iHeartRadio. So you can listen to us at work. So subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check us out on Captivate.fm and Twitch as well. Check the link in the bio. Thank you to our partners at Map360 and Advertising and Marketing Agency out of New York City. And stay tuned for everything else. But until then, here we go. Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace with Chadwick, they killed all the Black Panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in D.C., pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no Justice League, what's the need to be civil for? Propelled like the juggernaut, there ain't no stopping this. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care. But if you need me, put your fist up in the air. Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Like I said, this is Blurred's Eye View. I'm your host, Chris Fury. With me are my co-hosts, the Hooded Wonder, DC, the man of uh, that's, uh, Frank Fiducci, sorry. Uh, DC's Frank. not going to be here today. He almost Frank. killed this kid. So. Damn you, Frank. Damn you, Frank. We had a Somebody's, Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> look at her. She's bumping with the girls. <laughs> Did you call her Hershey's? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that I don't know what the fuck he's saying is hilarious. Y'all don't worry about it. He sounds like Rorschach mixed with I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, I know. She's, she's mixed with it. the cook from um fucking Gumball. I was Not Gumball for 
I was gonna say most from most tavern, but that's okay. That'll that'll work. The no, who the hell is Cody? Oh, it's my guy from Chowder. The guy that we knew was black, but they didn't say it was black, and he'd always be like, "Rada rada 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 rada." <laughs> yeah. That that would they'd be like, "Hey, we need you to stay and work overtime." He'd be like, "Rada rada rada." Also with us is our favorite cosplay queen. And oh, queen the lie. The lie. Sometimes she's sour, sometimes she's sweet as candy bee. How's no, we're not like a favorite cosplay, and we're going to move to more of a part-time cosplayer because as I'm working to get paid to be myself. That's a snitzel. Uh, <laughs> no, you sound just like him. That's crazy. Uh, as I continue to work to be paid to be myself, I think I'm going to change my my little handle, take the cosplay off, and sound like the bitch ain't been cosplaying. Although it's the, my it's crown came today. For my Princess Jasmine Jafar mashup because that's yes, what she's really good with. That is going so, to be quite interesting. I'm not sure, but okay. I'm excited <laughs> about that. She definitely should have chose the bigger, better deal. Jafar up front was like, "Look, I'm a murderer. I'm power hungry. You already know what it is." Man, he was up front about it. Identity uh, theft, lying, running around with a rodent. No. Look, as you grow older, you realize mm. the role of the villain makes a little more sense. A little more no, sense. Like, why why struggle when you don't have to? Ah, ah, freedom! <laughs> That's killing me. Let's <laughs> see. Um, so as I, <laughs> yeah. as I mentioned earlier, we have five digital codes that we'll be doing a giveaway on this Sunday uh, on the Blurs of UIG page. So we'll be doing a contest giveaway. So our giveaway this week is for Borrego starring Lucy Hill. She stars as Ellie, a young botanist on a research mission gone Ari after Witnessing a drug mule's plane crash into the Borrego Desert, she is kidnapped, forced on a dangerous journey to a remote drop-off point with limited essentials and alone in the desert with her captor. Desperation. <laughs> desperation. Uh, desperation for survival takes hold as Ellie risks her life to escape from this clutches before the trip turns deadly. Uh, Ooh, that, that sounds good. Yeah, so here's the trailer for that. Deputy Sheriff, in need of immediate assistance. Does anybody read me? I have an emergency. I got a homicide scene with two bodies and a third missing person. Dad, I was in the desert with Ellie yesterday. Where was she exactly? truck driving in the distance there's never anyone out here <laughs> dad what's going on i don't know bad things is someone there 
That was Borrego. It did look like a Lou Diamond Phillips, didn't it? So how can you win one of these digital codes? Well, just tune in to Blurred's iViewals IG page live this Sunday. Uh, And we will do a special, I will do a special contest giveaway to give away one of those digital codes. We have five of them. So you do have, get you do get five chances. Thanks to our partners at Map360 Advertising and uh agency out of new york city so thank you for those codes everybody also paramount home entertainment he didn't want to tell y'all that (laughs) (laughs) hey well why why go out and and blame spider-man for uh a marion variance when you can stay home and watch some drama for free uh (laughs) tonight we have with us brandy brown aka the audacious black film and brian coverton sci-fi and fantasy writer Let's bring those. Let's bring those two guys in right now. How you doing, Brady? Hi. How are you? All right. Hey, Brian. How's it going? <laughs> Sorry, Frank was slipping. Man, well, that's because Frank was he he messed up. It's Frank. He, you know, Frank gets. That just sounds like the word. <laughs> You know how Frank gets. That sounds like you're covering for somebody with just awful habits. It's, it's Frank always Frank. does something. It's he Frank. always fucks up. <laughs> so this week's been kind of busy uh as far as there's a lot of news uh i'll be doing a review on thursday on the first three episodes well now the first four episodes of peacemaker by wednesday uh starring john cena but other than that uh lucy i'm sorry leslie 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 that's her name leslie grace leslie grace premiered uh, her new look for the new Batgirl movie that's going to be on HBO Max this year. That's that look right there. Uh, it really don't look bad. Um, looks classic. Yeah, it does. It looks very classic. It looks. I like the look. It's it's functional. If you were to ask me, I like that it's uh, not over sexualized like most superhero female costumes. Yes, exactly. Let's face it. Let's face it. Spandex is not functional. It's free flowing, but it's not functional. (laughs) Other than being able to move freely, it's not functional. So, um, in other news, uh, Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever has resumed filming, and despite rumors Letitia Wright is still involved she was just injured uh she was dealing with uh, a concussion as well so we're glad she just started uh they just started refilming yesterday actually so right. that's back up that's back up uh Winston Duke actually is getting paid more for an extended role as to what that is rumors are still up in the air yeah okay well, okay. I, I, I think it's just to be Mbaku. That's, that's, that's yeah, yeah. We're gonna pay you five million dollars more to be yourself again. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not gonna be. You're not gonna be Black Panther. We we're, we're just paying you a little and, more and right now. And right now, the numbers aren't in anyway. They just you know an extended role. Let's face it. He was kind of a standout in the first one, so Definitely like, right. why not? So. uh DC, our favorite unfavorite topic. Uh, more drama. Oh, fuck these guys. God damn it. So, 
Can we not? And it all starts with the here? guy on the right. Who? So Joss Whedon. Who the fuck out. is that guy? <laughs> yeah, right. Joss Whedon came out this week and stated that uh, the tox- the behavior wasn't toxic, that Ray Fisher is not that great of an actor, uh, that Gal Gadot does not know English very well. It's not her first language. Basically stoking the fires that Ray Fisher was stating that this, you know, was not the greatest working environment. Um, people like Jason Momoa have stepped up to the plate. Uh, ben Affleck has recently said that, you know, his latest stint as Batman was not pleasurable at all. I wonder why. Um, let's just say Ray Fisher has been keeping receipts. And being a black man in Hollywood, that's it's kind of the smart thing to do. I don't know. I got nothing. The yeah, fact that he did that shit on Martin Luther King Day blew my fucking mind. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, if all of all the days, Monday for him, it just, it like, just okay. does not. It yeah, just it was mayonnaise Monday for him. It was a Monday. For him. <laughs> mayonnaise Monday. Yeah, he's making mayonnaise sandwiches and decide to get on Twitter. It's <laughs> Neanderthal pits. Mayonnaise Mondays, that's we gotta mark that down in that long <laughs> book of uh I'm pissed because this dude just could have kept his, his moose knuckles way back in the past and just let it go. But no, he decided to wait on Martin Luther King Day to try to bring some shit out. It it wasn't necessary. Uh you you would think for him to say, you know, yes, some of this shit, stuff did happen, ago. some of this stuff. Yeah. It definitely was really a long ass time ago. There, there was a time to say something. So yeah, you wait till now. You know, so it's it's a little too late, way too late, and it wouldn't have mattered. Um, in other news, Microsoft has just bought Activision and Blizzard. Activision Blizzard, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. The news came out last year that uh, Activision and Blizzard already wasn't in the best of light. Anyway, uh, one of their heads. Call of Duty sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's not. That's the thing. That's not why they're in the news. They're in the news because uh, one of their heads last year was fired for sexual harassment claims. Well, Microsoft stepped in, and obviously some investigations was done. They did a seventy billion dollar cash buyout. Straight cash. Straight cash, and they were saying, and not only that, they they fired. 40 people Hell yeah. reprimanded 44 of them. And half of them was on Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, there was, um, they were saying it wasn't just sexual harassment. It was also um, mm-hmm. uh, toxic, toxic pay and whatnot. Yeah. You know, like women were getting paid like much less than the dudes and all that kind of stuff. Toxic behavior, toxic work culture, toxic work culture. So that's a lot of stuff that's been going on is the toxic work environment as we know that most times in the video game industry it's a male dominated division mm-hmm. um so for the and then you would figure working at a video game division it's going to be a little lax of course so it's kind of like animal house a little bit you know so when you start having women come into the play you can't cut off the locker room talk or the chauvinistic behavior and and what you would consider normal for guys, which shouldn't be normal, uh, becomes a little more debased when when there's women involved. And it's not. Well, we've got no time for excuses. 
Chris, yeah. man, we done all worked around women before and know how to keep our mouths the conversation where it need to be. That's us. 20-something <laughs> white kids, man. Let's not paint a picture where it was like out of control and didn't know how to shut their fucking mouth. Oh, they just I mean, I'm not making not an excuse to. for them. We <laughs> know how to talk around them. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what right? you got to like a lawyer for a second. Yeah. It was like, well, your honor, I the litigation against lawyers. my client said they did not, and I say they did not, and I did not repeat this thoroughly to the thorough, the viciousness of this custody of what I was saying is wait, they wait, were wait, boys. Back, they were back, young boys. You they didn't the, know what they were you saying. Say they the were college. Or the yeah. civic, civicness, whatever you got to say to lawyer it up. But the, that's what you were saying. The basic <laughs> words of lawyerings that goes as such. Sir, they were young boys. With. They didn't know any better. They were twenty-something right. white kids who didn't have a chance to grow with money in their pockets. And they because mommy and jail. daddy didn't give it to them readily. <laughs> Basically, but it, it was, they knew it was how to, They didn't all been in jobs, man. We didn't all been in jobs where. And when normally when there's one fire there's more than one and that shit was a rainforest on fire yeah it truly that was, was. california um, yeah Ooh. yeah speaking of california how does california end up under a tsunami warning ain't that a bitch they were i thought they were saying it was something to do with like you know the volcanoes that are underwater yeah and shifting around there and then because it was there and uh where i used to live overseas we had to check on people in okinawa because Either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your islands. Yeah. Man, this weather is getting crazy. I seen a report like the the hot states about to become cold and the cold states about to be going warm and all this flippity doopities. I know my shit got buried. Like when I look outside, my car is buried, like under a foot of snow. Um, it's interesting all this stuff will happen if people don't necessarily still believe in climate change. When I yeah. feel like logical it's, to believe in climate, it's literally the elephant in the room. I well, don't understand the logic because it's backed by factual everything. So the, like, the fact that people have a hard, a hard sell for people is disturbing. It yeah. is. That's the that's the crazy. I'm part. like, you ain't seen the commercial with the polar bear, and he was uh, <laughs> 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 polar bear. <laughs> Jeez, those don't Jenny, exist. Those don't exist. Those, <laughs> those don't. It's just exist. black bears that got scared. <laughs> that's right. It. right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wow. So and wait, and Chris, what's that? I don't know if y'all seen Injustice, the cartoon. Not yet. It on... got announced. I just found. Oh it my god! I watched it today. Please. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it when I get out of here. So, <laughs> did you? But like I said, check out Peace. If you've seen Injustice, and you've probably seen Peacemaker, and if you haven't, you probably you should want to. I know um, I will get Injustice. Yeah, I'm I'm checking out Injustice <laughs> tonight. So, uh, in the cuteness overload section. I knew it. <laughs> so cute. This is the representation we need. That's incredible. We don't get this enough. We need more of it. So this is this is very cute. A spider girl with her Afro puffs. I this is adorable. So shout out to Ray's Blue Blue Rose Photography. That's her name. Yes. Ray's Blue Rose Photography. Uh let me see, did I have her thing? No, I did not. Uh, I'll get that up later. I'll put it up for the show. But that is just too stinking adorable. Um, yeah. Just want to end the show on that. Whoever did that editing, it looks exactly like the DVD cover. Yeah, um, like that lighting was perfect. Yeah, it was. Uh, so with, with us, we have today the, the our two guests. Brandy Brown, aka the audacious black film. How are you, my dear? 
I'm doing excellent. How are you, Chris? I'm doing well. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Thank you. I mean, everybody knows me, so. everybody knows us. How are you? Also, also, we have Brian Covington, a sci-fi and author writer, sci-fi author and fantasy writer as well. So how's it going? What's up, beautiful people? Right. So let's let's start with you. Let's talk about your platform, the Audacious Black Film. Let's talk about your platform. What is it about? What to do? What is your goals? Hi, everybody. So, yes, so I run the Audacious Black Femme page. We are a themed box service um, that uh, went live uh, New Year's Day. Um, We started, thank you. Um, I started, um, uh, I want to say in October, um, gathering everyone and getting all the materials in order and um, solidifying my business. And it's essentially a business where the goal is to promote as much black business as possible um, through my theme box service. Um, that's what my platform is generally about. Um, and, you know, while I also do that, I'm also uh, finishing up my current book that I'm working on. So, you know, uh, we have our page up right now the uh, audaciousblackfin.bigcartel.com where we sell all of our boxes. And our mission statement is we can all win. Uh, we try to promote, you know, having a big community and, you know, I support you and, you know, you know, we continue the network. I love that concept. Uh, that's something we are highly behind uh, supporting other especially black content creators and we just kind of it's kind of a thing where everybody can eat type of Mm -hmm. type of uh uh thought process so Mm -hmm. that is something we need a lot more of we need that and appreciate that that work and and i've been i've actually been following for a minute so yeah uh (laughs) so brian let's talk about your Um, work so um as I always start off, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am Brian D. Covington, author of Between Magic and Dreams. Between Magic and Dreams is actually a fantasy piece, um, urban fantasy, if you want to get specific. Um, and it's about a college student by the name of Quinn Pfeiffer. And he's fighting to preserve our reality during the rebirth of forgotten times through um, a phenomenon known as the new light. Um, book one has been out for a little bit. Book two is going to drop uh, March 12th. I figured I'd have that on my birthday because, you know. (laughs) But um, next month, I'm launching a Kickstarter um, because the first and second book has been self-funded. And I don't know if anyone's uh, written a novel. Actually, yeah, yeah. Brandy, you're going to be feeling this soon. It's expensive. (laughs) So I'm like, uh, yeah, I got got y'all on the first two. (laughs) (laughs) We want to we want to keep going. So I'm bringing up some backup. Let them hold something. <laughs> yeah, boy, but I have so much that I want to tell. I mean, there's more beyond the trilogy, um, and I've got some <laughs> some fun stuff I'm gonna start dropping as of next month because mm-hmm. I want to reach beyond the realm of just the novel and um, you know Instagram. So I'm gonna be doing that. Um, I'm also working with various artists. Um, because um like like you said and brandy said you know we can all eat right that's that's one of the biggest things and um if you check out any of my videos one of the things that i do 
um, on pretty much every video. Of course, I start with promoting my stuff. But afterwards, there's um, either a comic artist or, um, you know, graphic artist or graphic, you know, graphic novel or comic that I might want to pick up and then I put out there. Predominantly black created stuff, right? And I buy it. They don't know I'm buying it. And when I review it, they don't know I review it until I put that at, you know, I mentioned them. Like, yeah, see, <laughs> and I, don't, I don't want anything. <laughs> this, is, this is the boost. Good stuff. I'm going to say stuff because I'm, you know, I don't know who's watching this, but I want to promote good stuff. Because <laughs> Shit. And I'm sure y'all know Thank this. You. <laughs> I know, right? Keeping it PG. <laughs> yeah, I'm we're, we're, far from, we're far from PG. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I just know. I'm learning. I'm learning. Fuck <laughs> this shit. Go ahead. <laughs> so much for that <laughs> rebrand. I know, right? Not but bad. the thing is, though, we, we have to um do away with this stigma that's attached to black products. You know, one of the first things that pops into most people's minds is like, yeah, yeah, I'm a black-owned business. The first thing they're going to think is like, oh, this is low quality. And I get it all the time. Like, mm, no, wait, that's, I don't know where you're getting your stuff from. Everything I'm going to promote is going to be dope. You know, and I'm like, look, you, you go through any of those videos, you pick any one of those comics or any one of those books up and or follow any of those artists, you're going to find dope content, you know, because we, we have that. So we need to put that to the forefront. Let the world know like, you know what? Yeah, your stuff is good. But look at what you've been missing out on for decades, right? Right. And the algorithm, we can't look to that to help us. We have to back each other. We have to do so without putting our hands up. At least that's my theory. No, no, it's not only is it a, it's not only is it opinion, it's a fact. It's true. We have to kind of ignore that algorithm. And just show support to one another, you know, it, like I people that's kind of on the show or people that I support through IG, whatever the case may be. I try to make sure that, you know, this stuff is this is good stuff. Like we've had Malachi Bailey. This is good stuff. We've had other people on Jason Michael Primrose. We've had his stuff on. We had we've had writers. We've had artists that come on. They have good quality stuff. They just need the platform to yeah. be seen. So and it's very much needed. So I'm glad that you have something like that. We and this is something that's really that I've noticed probably within the past two years that we are getting more uh, sci-fi, more fantasy, more Brandy. Me and Brandy has talked about this. Me, me and Candy B, we've talked about this in great length. Like when we were talking about Lovecraft Country, how we yeah. can, we need the we can be the we can be the leads in these roles in these horror films and these action films and these fantasy roles and the, the sci-fi roles we can be the leads we don't have to answer to anybody else anymore on the other side of the fence we yeah. have the talent we have the skill set we just need the platform in the in the soapbox to say hey check this out that's all good and all over there but you need to check this out right here yeah. correct i think one of the main things we are striving for is to normalize our awesomeness right mm -hmm. when i was watching harry potter man i was that dude that was like i i want a chocolate <laughs> and, you know, he got that one Especially knowing that Harmony was supposed to be black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was painful, though. I'm like, yeah, this is an awesome movie. Yeah, this is cool. But I'm like, all right, so I can't, I can't be throwing no fireballs. I can't handle, you know, a spell or two. So I'm like, all right, you know, we, we'll figure this out. We're going to do something different. I mean, I think Oprah did I with um, A Wrinkle in Time. 
that was cool. Yeah, but, you know, it wasn't there's so much more, right? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of arena to be filled. So I'm like, all right, I'll start the ball. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's other um authors out there like you know, Octavia Butler is freaking awesome. I think mm-hmm. she's got a series yes. that's dropping now, right? From um, uh, what's the name of the book? Ah, uh, it slipped my mind. I think it's, it's, not, it's not blood from bone, blood and bones. No, 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 not that one. I heard about that coming too. Yeah. And it's and it, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, yeah, it's a it's actually a, um it's a sci-fi slash history piece, right? And this um this woman slips back in time, and she finds herself in the slavery days. Now she's like a modern woman who finds herself in slavery time, and She's got all this knowledge. She has all this experience and, and whatnot. And she sees all this happening. And she starts doing things to affect that time. But she slips back kind of like Quantum Leap, you know. She doesn't know when she's going to pop back, but she does. Anyway, not to spoil stuff. But it's a dope see, concept. It's a dope concept right there. That is a dope concept. I mean, yeah. but see, when you when you, when you you talk about uh, people of color in, in these other realms of – in these other genres of storytelling – I look at stuff like just last week we were announcing that, you know, we were congratulating Black Sands Entertainment on their major deal. You know, here it is. We have a black owned company, a black owned comic telling stories from our perspective about our history. about, And it's none of this slave stuff. It's none of this black pain, you know, or this black trauma. We've gotten away from the black trauma. We've gotten away from the black pain. So we need more of the other stuff you know we've seen all the slave movies we need to see yeah we don't need to see anymore we don't need any more trauma we don't need any more pain and i love we say- like a, a monolith of people i think something across the board that's a little hard for us to get full acceptance on is as soon as we get in anything that is spelly witchy fantasy they're like up. Oh, you're not with Black Jesus, this is bad. And it's cut off because they were doing that with the white stuff that we were given. Let alone if there's a girl with, you know, hair like this and she's the new Hermione Granger or whatever. It, it's like a lot of kids won't be able to like watch that or have it be accepted because in the culture it's just not accepted, which is bizarre. But when you are trying to backtrack and go literally through your roots, it's magic, literally magic there. Uh, and elemental work and all types of interesting things that was way before we were taught what we were taught. I won't go in like a rant about that, but it's the truth. So I, I wish that's something that would change in the community so we can have these stories without them being deemed as demonic, awful, bad, let's boycott it, let's cancel it, and all the rest of this wild shit. It's like there's yeah. there's room for us to fill every slot. It's like a post I made with Jesse Williams was basically like, look, white people can make anything over and over again. It doesn't have to be good. And it's always supported and it's put out there. So we should be able to have these movies where we have these wizards and witches. And then we also have Keisha who's traveling with her dog across the country. And that's the movie too, just like they do. Uh-huh. Yeah. We just I have mean, to have the weird. audacity to do it. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. We have to have the audacity to say, you know what, that's cool. You ain't gotta, you know, you ain't gotta back it. That's cool. I'm gonna do it anyway. And that's the stuff that shines. You know, I think um I'm sorry, not to, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, I'll just no, say no, uh, no. you're you the Black Sands. I I actually met Black I met um uh, Manuel Godoy like years ago at Dragon Con. And um I was like, dude, how much is this comic? He's like, ten bucks. I'm like, 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was definitely a decision that was made to support, right? The work was tight, you know, and it was like, you know what, B, you're gonna you're gonna do this, you gotta do this. It takes money to make this stuff. So I'm like, all right, I got the comic then and it was like years later, um, he actually did this um uh as a free course online for writing you know comics and novels and stuff and that's how i actually got the first book done he was like yeah if you do this you follow it to the letter and three months you'll have a book i'm like all right you know perfect storm situation i got some time you know <laughs> and that happened you know so um i've been rocking with him for a while and now he distributes my book which is dope you know so now um it's like maybe a year later, he's got this deal with uh, Shark um, Tank, yeah, you know, Shark Tank and stuff. Seeing that happen and being there from the beginning when he was just doing these conventions and stuff, it it really lit a fire under me because I was like, you know, he's been doing this. Why can't you do it? What's your excuse? You know. So once you remove those obstacles that you already have set in your own mind you can do a lot of amazing stuff, especially when you know there's people out there like us willing to back you, willing to give you knowledge, not sell you knowledge, give you the knowledge. So you know? give so you I'm the like, game for free. Yeah, man, we need to build mm. each other up. And I think that that's a positive side effect of this pandemic, right? We are now reaching each other in ways that we never did before. And we are putting our authentic selves online, you know, that's very different than before the pandemic when everyone was playing themselves up to be some incredible thing that they weren't, well, you know, wow. pretending to be their avatar. Now your authentic self can be accepted in a realm where, in a realm in time when, you know, being authentic is now become not necessarily commonplace. Right. Yeah, and I think, you know, COVID allowed us to do those things. COVID put us in a position where we were sitting at home, staring at the wall, thinking, what have I been doing with my life? You know, what am I, what is next for me? You know, what do I want to do in my life? And you're, you know, you're just sitting here. You're, for me, it was, you know, I think it's about time for me to write the book that I've always wanted to write. I think it's time to start the business that I've always wanted to start. I would just sit home, you know, just doing my nine to five and just being content. But, you know, COVID, you know, had a positive. It had me thinking, it had me projecting and, you know, setting up these projects, mm -hmm. you know, and it's very fulfilling. And, you know, the the idea, you know, I always use the idea of like gas stations, you know, um, how can they keep it in the family? You know, and every time they succeed, they pass it on to, the, you go open up a gas station. Why can't I say, you know, uh, hey, Brian, you know, I succeeded here. Go make a box, clean box, you know, yourself, you know, go make money. You know, I just think it's, you know, about time and you know, I started writing sci-fi because, you know, I started write, reading um, black sci-fi. Like I write, read Binti, I read Akata, and I was just like, oh my gosh, people write stuff like this? It is insane, this is great, you know? Um, and yeah, that's that's how I feel. Yeah, it's, it's something that we don't get often, mm -hmm. uh, but we need more of. And of course. The, the supply is there and the demand is there. Mm -hmm. 
So now it's more or less uh, the avenue. And Correct. we have to be mindful that this stuff is out here. Like, okay, there was a post I seen some time ago. And it was saying if Hogwarts was ran <laughs> by black people and they named all these black actors and who would play what role and everything. I'm sitting back and going through it. I'm like, why don't we have something like this? Correct. Like, where is this at? Like, we need something like this. This is oh, really definitely more so happening now that Black Panther proved that something doesn't have to be a black film. And a lot of the industry was making excuses where if the majority of the cast or the main character was of color, well, now it's only going to sell to this demographic. Whereas anybody who's clear as the lead or the majority of the cast is going to go to any and everybody. So now that we've blown that incorrectly out of the water, which to be fair, we've done many times before because even though the work Tyler Perry has done is controversial in some circles, he was always selling out his movies and the actual like comedy tour. He was always selling out packed house, making millions either way. So it's like, no, the audience is there and it's not just a black audience, but even if it was, we pay. So you keep showing us what we want to see and we will keep paying these people. I mean, and that's a good, that's a great example. I mean, take Kenya Barris, for example, when he had his Netflix show, Black as Fuck. And Tyler Perry was on an episode of that. And he was, you know, Kenya Barris was like, I'm having this, this block. I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out, is this best for, for, you know, the people I'm trying to show it to. And he said, and Tyler Perry pretty much was like, is that what you want to do? He was like, well, he's like, well, tell the story. He like fuck what everybody else is thinking. People want to come and see it, you know. He's like, you think right. I give a damn? He's like, you think I care <laughs> that they're joking about the Medea wig and this, that, and the other? He's like, they still coming to see it. They still come out to see it. They still come out to see. You're right, Brent. You're right, Candy. They still come out to see Tyler Perry films. Doesn't matter what's it about. Nope. Who's in it? Well, sometimes it is, but mm-hmm. even the TV shows. You can talk about how bad the wigs are. You can talk about how some of the <laughs> acting can be a little goofy or over or over the top. Bottom line, people are tuning yeah. in. Yeah, the reason we even know this stuff, and I ain't watched none of the Tyler Perry show. The reason we know is people are watching, right. and then more people are going to watch because it's like, is it that bad? Is it that ridiculous? And at this point, I'm thinking he's doing some stuff on purpose, and why not? Why not troll us? You're sitting on Once your. Once you got the money. Yeah, you got the money. Yeah. You're sitting on all this land. You definitely got the power connection. I'd probably be paying enough to troll too because it's like, <laughs> I can do that. I'm employing people that look like me that want to create. And I think that's what a lot of us have in common. We're not just, uh, of course, we want to get out of our nine to five. Um, but a lot of us want to give people the representation that we didn't have, especially the younger ones coming up, because I'm big on that, as well as create opportunities for other people of color. And he's he's doing that in droves. So I, I love that we see that in huge ways like Tyler. Um, and then on more tangible ways, like with having our guests here, um, that's just possible, it's attainable. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's, it's really interesting that you say that because in one of my lives, we discussed how you know, it's a shame that people who are artists, people who are creative content creators are stuck in the rift of having to do commissions. And, it, you know, it sucks. You know, why can't that why can't that be their nine to five? Why can't artists, you know, you know, why do they have to take commissions? Like, how are they, you know, if they're really good at it, 
how are they supposed to pay their bills? You know, they now they have to go and work a backbending job at Amazon. Now they have to go and sacrifice time with their family when they could be at home doing things that they enjoy and things that they're good at. And, you know, again, one of our goals is to be like, you know, now you can do that. Now you can get health benefits. Now you can, you know, have leave. You know, right. some people, you know, across the, you know, we're having the issue with COVID leave now and how people, you know, Chris, I don't know if you're familiar with this about how they took that away from us and how now we have to use um, our own leave or go into the negative if now we have COVID. Yep. You know, and it, mm -hmm. you know, that's, this is horrible. My, my friend is in the healthcare in California and their, their job did the same thing recently. And mm -hmm. mine did probably about eight months ago or so. Um, and I was like, there's people like, by the time COVID hit and they did that first shutdown, we were about to go into summer when we all realized, wow, this shit is real, right? Um, but by that time, depending on who you are in a job, you don't burned up through about half your vacation. Right. And I'm like, what are these people supposed to do? And they're like, well, you can still work here, sure. Um, you're just not being paid for it. I'm like, but they still have to feed their families themselves. Uh, like, they'll got to be on. Um, it just basically showed people, I think, in another way, although a lot of us knew this, these jobs don't give a fuck about you. They don't. You are replaceable. They don't care. And we're killing ourselves for them. And then you both can speak to this as the guest. I, I just feel like it takes so much out of me to even create a cosplay or do a face paint or do anything when I'm fucking tired and sick of people. Uh, and, I, and it would be something that would be like a stress reliever. Like I'm creating, I'm moving my hands, I'm, I'm bringing to life this vision in my head. But some days it's just, it's like, it's not happening. And I'm like, what if I had eight to nine hours to myself to work my social media the way I want it, to finish event planning the way I want, things would look different. Do you guys kind of feel that pressure yeah. Go first, <laughs> oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, not to speak too much of my position because I'm in the government. Nobody. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, not to too go dark. But you know, it's gotten to the point where you know I found you know I feel as though you know my superiors are you know. <sighs> They're, they're slaves to, you know, whatever, you know, the head of our state says, you know. Um, and it's, it's, it's quite sad because, you know, sometimes I'll come to work and I'll be like, oh, you know, I have these things going on in my life. Is there a way for us to work it out? And they just look at me and they're just like, sucks right. for you, you know. But, you know, it would be nice if I could walk into a job and say, hey, I just gave birth to my child. You know, is there a way that I can work at home while I'm trying to um, build a bond, you know, figure out child care, et cetera. And it's sad because I had my child um, and I lucked out because of my position and because COVID started. Mm. But most mothers have to go, you know, yeah, right back to work. And it's sad. What is it, six, and, is, what is it? Six weeks they give you, but not everybody can heal Correct. in six weeks or something like that. Right. So it's like I'm like, yeah, you can't heal that quick. Not everybody it's can wild heal. Wild is they'll do six weeks for a natural birth and eight weeks for a C-section. But I'm like, six and eight are not that far away from each other. Both can be dramatic. And when you have a C-section, I don't know if you did, uh, but I did. And I had it, a it's literally surgery. 
Yeah. And literally, certain they are cutting you open and rearranging shit, and then being like, "I hope everything sold up back properly." <laughs> oh well, okay. <laughs> a couple of weeks. Uh, enjoy your baby, and then you're back to work in like two months. It it doesn't make sense. Not when we have whole ass other countries doing it right, where you're getting six yeah. months a year off you and your partner or spouse. Denmark. Correct. And yes. I I would have hated to have that conversation with my boss and say, "Hey, you know." Um, I had two blood transfusions. I just had major surgery. You know, um, my my spouse has to go right back to work. You know, um, we just had the kid. My in-laws, you know, have to go back to work. You know, just you know, I'm you know, I would just hated to have that conversation because I'm going through postpartum. Now I got to deal with that, and then they're like, "Oh well, you know, it seems like you have to go on a mental health leave or something like that." You know. It's just sad. You know, my dream is to have a business where we can have those conversations where we can say, okay, well, you can't come to work, but can you do some things at home or do you need, you know, X amount of time without work? You know, things like that. Yeah. Showing some type of professional empathy. Correct. And and it's just not there. Um, Thank you to Auntie Maxine for this this quote here. Yeah. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming, Reclaiming the time for sure. Because there's a lack of empathy when uh you have such an intimate conversation like that to have. You literally had another human being who was using your body to live for about a year mm-hmm. be ripped from you. And that's not a conversation that I feel like may be appropriate. Um mm-hmm. to get into depth with um your supervisor, or especially if it's a man. It's like I don't want to talk to you about this because you may not even connect on the same level. Um, and at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of them don't care anyway. So it's like, what's the point of you getting my sob story? You're either going to prove the time or you're not. And it puts a lot of us in a position where it's like, are we going to quit or not? So I just, that's one thing I have enjoyed about COVID is, although it's showing a lot more people, yeah, your job doesn't care about you, it's calling your bluff, like, what are you going to do about it? But what are Correct. you going to do? Are you going to get on or are you going to get the out of way out? Yeah, you know, you know, with you know these new situations with COVID, you know, um, you know, like next phase for us, we're glad to have start joining some virtual cons, and you know, a lot of these cons are shutting down. Like, uh, what was the one, uh, Brian? Uh, there's one up here in Northeast where they do video games. Oh, E3, yeah, they're saying they're going to cancel E3 this year altogether. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, already shutting down. There's a couple in DC getting canceled, a couple in Maryland getting canceled, and you know, um, they're just like they went virtual for the past two years, and Mm -hmm. it was nothing. I'm like, well, a lot of them, a lot of uh, video game people pulled their stuff from E3 anyway, and just started doing their own. Yeah, just because it was easier. Like if y'all going virtual, I might as well just hold my own. EA did it, Microsoft did it, a lot of people did just because if I'm gonna pay something, I might as well pay it for myself. (laughs) Now I can just showcase all my games and say, forget your games. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because at this point, you know, now they're just like, you can't even join without, um, you can't even join without a COVID vaccine card. And I know not everybody is getting vaccinated. 
again, that's their own choice. But no, not you know, these people going to these conventions and they're just not going to be like, oh, here's my vaccination card. So they're about to lose a lot of attendance. Oh yeah, and I've noticed some of them are um, mixed. Some are saying have uh, you know the negative test uh, within 72 hours or so of the event, or you have the card. But even that gets catch uh, get a little dicey because some of the places you have to make an appointment. You're not yep. getting super fast. You may not be able to make it to an event, um, and then we just don't know when things are going to get. I don't even like saying back to normal. I'm tired of saying back to normal because <laughs> we don't even know what that's going to be like anymore. Um, oh, but I, I do like the creativity and trying to keep things alive virtually. Um, even us picking this off, Chris was pretty adamant about you know branching off and keeping his own thing going, and it just keeps people sane and creative and connected. Uh, during these times, but it's still it's still a bit different than um, being in person. I did want to know, of course, Brian, what you thought about uh, all of that. Are you on some fuck your job stuff? You ain't got to say it. Speak what we all know to be true. Speak your truth. Fuck that job. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that there's a lot of people who have already put a lot into their job, and I was one of those people. Um, <laughs> I worked at Lens Crafters for 11 years. They still I was a guy in the back making glasses. And oh, wow. for the longest part, I loved it because um, being a visual artist as well as a writer, I'm like, vision is important, right? So I'm like, yeah, I get to help people see. And it felt good. It was like a prestigious kind of feeling. But then it got corporate. Then it was upsale. Then it was, hey, uh, vacation time. Uh, they got to split that up. Or, oh, we can't have two people gone at the same I'm like, oh, I had a kid, man. I want to go hang out with my wife. We got time. I want to I want to go on a cruise. You know, all these cool yeah. things. But they're like, oh, I have to ask for permission. So for one year, I had it set, and then they took it. So like, why, why can't I do this? And I found myself wondering, why do I have to ask that question? And then the following year, when they said that I was going to get it for sure, <laughs> so I'm like, Damn. all right. So I told him, like, look, we got to figure something out because this can't keep happening. So I told him, <laughs> I was like, my vacation is coming up in two months. Y'all got to find a way to make this work. One month goes by, oh, they got excuses. A week before, oh, they got excuses. The day of, I'm like, all right, guys, so what's the word? Oh, we haven't been that's able to. That's the word right I'm like, okay, so <laughs> that's, that's cool. So I had this, this predated uh exit letter oh. i wrote it i wrote it in uh in old english i did it on um burberry <laughs> old, paper old english. and i sealed it <laughs> with pen. i slipped into the office and dropped it in there so that they could see it first thing in the morning because <laughs> i was gone so how was it worded i mean oh like how was, do you how do you start an old english letter the hour and the old <laughs> evermore. You know, whether yeah. it went forth, I will not be working here anymore. <laughs> like after eleven years, and then it was like, um, you know, the fact that I knew at so that point it. that it was a candle job. They work you till you burn out, and they get somebody. Come else. on, and then they get somebody cheaper. You know, they'll do it absolutely. So I'm like, this, I have a question. And that's also in a situation where, oh, we really need you here. We really need you here because everybody is on vacation. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) They already on the skeleton crew. I'm like, oh, it's just me. Okay, okay, that's that's cool. That's cool. Gone. 
There's still lens crafters though. Well, there are, but now everything is out. I mean, why why pay, you know, a lab tech X amount of money where you can get it like wholesale? <laughs> they always find a way. I know, man. So once they they you realize how expendable you are, it, it it's empowering, oh, yeah. really. Because then it's like, you know what? I'm gonna make this work. I'm gonna figure because if you have a talent or a skill and the job has been getting in the way of you actually growing that skill or talent, the best thing to do is find just some something to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Put all your time and effort and energy into growth. Mm-hmm. Right? I was just in a situation where it just kind of worked out because <laughs> once once I was out, I was like, they uh, I quit today, so we need to pick something. <laughs> I mean, but, but we already had a lot of irons in the fire, so it wasn't anything to really worry about. But in the end, um, I'm now in a position where uh, I'm building a legacy, right? Mm-hmm. I own Between Magic and Dreams for the next 100 years, and my kids can have it, and they can build on it. And the wealth that's drawn from that continues to grow. So I'm like, this is the beginning because now i get to put people on right so i've been reaching out to different people just because i'm like if i take off i'm bringing you guys with me and it's going to be a nice small core right i can't i can't, can't take everybody throw that bubble, the more likely you go out to get some garbage up in there so there's a very small circle of what i like to call aces that i'm working with one of which is some is one that uh, one of you knows for sure is Crazy Eight the Great. This gentleman yes. has How he caught me with um, Ultra Instinct. That was the first piece I heard, and after that, I was like, I gotta do something with this cat. You know, I was like, and then when I reached out, I had no idea that he would actually take me on because most people here are like, yeah, yeah, I want to do this, and most people who say they want to do something. Unfortunately, they're like, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pay you on the back end. No. You can't be off the back end. No. I, I, can, I, can, I can speak. I can, I, I, can, I can vouch for him. He's he's good people. And, and, and Candy B can definitely vouch for him. Oh, uh, I know. She's... <laughs> I hate you. You hate me. You can hate me later. I'm the work Brandy, candy. You can hate me Other later. Brandy, help me. Their <laughs> <laughs> name is Brandy. That's why I said other Brandy. Oh, so that's why Chris keeps saying Brandy. Oh, yeah, you were like, they have to say Candy. You have to say Candy to differentiate. Uh, And my last name starts with a B too. So when I saw your BB, I was like, "What? Who is she?" You know, it's funny because recently I started a group chat on Facebook with a whole bunch of people named Brandy, and because I don't feel like I know a lot of Brandys, I feel as though it's at least rare in the Northeast area of the United States. But yeah, you know, probably different in the South. Yeah. <laughs> that just reminds me of that meme where it's like a whole bunch of brandies in one room and then they put out this uh meet they this longitude latitude, the winner gets to keep the name and everybody else gotta die. That's just reminds that's what that reminds me of. Oh my like, god. Y'all never seen that meme? It's like a whole bunch of Chris's or something. It was like, he do, this dude just found a whole bunch of people with the same name. And he just put a picture on a map. and like, everybody be here. We going Highlander style. And there should only be one oh, with minute. this name. Didn't their name start with like an M or something? Wasn't it yeah, it was like, like Mark or Michael or something. Yeah. yeah. I never knew what that was about. Oh, my yeah, God. That, 
Yeah, he's like everybody, all so of us. Funny. It was like oh, a whole bunch of marks. Just they just beat me at this spot. Because when the date came, everybody like uh, with that name on my friend list on Facebook was reposting, and they were like, "Oh, what time are we meeting?" And I was like, "What are y'all talking about?" That, <laughs> that, each other. that is what. Here's Psycho. a Nerf gun. Here's a limited amount of ammo. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna find and join the the group for sure, and make sure I. Uh, <laughs> Continue to stalk you both creatively. That way, uh, when not if creatively, when, <laughs> yeah, creatively. You gotta say that because I say who stalk somebody creatively. Mandy, <laughs> I would love if you stalked our pages creatively, and you know, I also want to start by saying, you know, we're also hiring. If anybody's interested, we're hiring uh, convention representatives and we're looking for people to assist host our game nights so um and we're also looking for people for phase two so you know we have a couple people in mind um if you guys are interested you know we're looking for people for our boxes so we can start doing our convention runs so Nice. Well, I don't know if I'm so shy. And this is called growth. Hello. Uh, wait, hold on. Every news. time you bring the mic out, is up. Breaking news. Uh, <laughs> Wendy Williams. Is, oh, my God. Speaking of her. You guys are so funny. Yeah, Candy, we should totally work together sometime. I'm a, I, I, well, by default, I'm going to be a uh, Brian's mix. And then uh, by default. <laughs> he was like, huh? It's like 50 things good on. He was like, Yeah, check the stocks. Ah, the cord's down, the doll's down. Huh? I'm gonna have a pretty big block. I'm like, He wouldn't let me stalk him creatively, and I just don't like that guy. So just, I don't trust anybody who I can't don't stalk. Brian feels uncomfortable about me stalking him, and I wasn't feeling that. Uh, no, but I, <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind talking as long as you do it with the technique. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm just yeah, don't don't like, the Let's not <laughs> wait. Fucking stalking a a a thing here. Let's not glorify no, stalking. You stalking. It ain't gonna be like that. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Oh, Joe. From you never watched never... you? I'm sorry. No, oh. I have never watched you. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, wait, we're not doing that joke. We're not doing that joke. I see that happen already. It's not no, why would I watch you from Joe? You have to well Joe who? That was so stupid. Uh, no, you have to. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. I'm watching you? Uh but you couldn't have made that one up. That was so good. So dumb. Oh uh, man. So uh we are we're coming on to the end of the show. Uh as I stated earlier, we are doing a Five digital code giveaway for the movie Borrego. Uh, here's the trailer for that. Deputy Sheriff, need of immediate assistance. Does anybody read me? I have an emergency. I got a homicide scene with two bodies and a third missing person. Third missing person. Dad, I was in the desert with Ellie yesterday. Where was she exactly? Where was she exactly? Yeah, Are you okay? Are you okay? Stop! Stop!
If we keep walking this way, we are gonna die. We are gonna die. He'll come for the drugs. Who? The monster. Saw your truck driving in the distance. There's never anyone out here. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy's always caught eating or drinking. I, it's always one of the two. I didn't have food this time. I wasn't like, yeah, so yeah. I just drinking the bowl. Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot that the now. camera stopped. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to drink it. So, how can you get these five digital codes? Well, tune into that Blurred's Eye View IG page this Sunday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And we are doing a special contest giveaway. So it's going to be basically a little trivia. Just wait till yeah. come on in. So go to Blurred's Eye View IG page. All one word. You guys know it by now. Uh, <laughs> Audacious Black Film. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Audacious, the Audacious Black Femme. You can find me at my website, the Audacious Black Femme.fitcartel.com. Um, yeah. And TikTok. TikTok. Oh, yeah. the same. Black question. Film. Question. Are you with the rogues or with the council? I'm so glad we can have this conversation. <laughs> um, currently, I'm with the council. Ah. And I can't wait to watch it on Comedy Central. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be epic. I'm gonna but my goal is to start a council for women. So uh, watch out, Vandalore. Uh, <laughs> I'm the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that is, that's such an epic thing. I'm, lo I'm loving the hell out of that. Uh, I, I had to get in on the action. Uh, I'm surprised, <laughs> Brent. I'm surprised Candy B didn't do it. Ooh. Candy B, you ready to start our own council? I mean, we can. I'm pretty down for whatever, uh, which is not a good thing. <laughs> not the best. I, sometimes I'll ask questions later if I trust the person. If you're like, oh, just let's ride. I'll ask questions later. We need to have our own inclusive environment with just female things, and we can't cool. tell Brian and we can't tell Chris. No. I'm cool. We're the only ones. I'm cool. Just so we have cloaks. I, I have a cloak. The I one like they actually, yeah, cloak. you need a cloak. You need a hood. I have a, a cloak. I have a, I have, I have a green cloak. Yeah, <laughs> velvet. I have a velvet green cloak. You have a velvet. Have I have one too because I would use it to like cover up my like slutty poison yeah. ivy cosplay. See, this is why so we're work. Cold. This is why we're work wife and work husband because we vibe so damn to have, well. Both have green velvet ones is hilarious. I love it. Well, though. well I know what I'm wearing for Black Friday. Day. Uh, <laughs> yes, no. We got it. Council Rogue thing like two hours ago. I just stumbled across it. I was like. Yeah, this is hilarious. And then, you know, here we are it talking is. about it. I'm like, damn, am I that far gone? 
It has gained a wildfire like I've never seen. Uh, it wasn't until what yesterday because I made the post. I made the post yesterday on I saw on IG where it said because he had announced Vantalord had announced that they're going to like ESPN had got in on the action. I'm like, I'm sorry, ESPN. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Did he exactly. sit and work with because of the different people they have running those accounts? Same thing for like when you have like Arby's beefing with McDonald's out of nowhere on Twitter. I'm like, y'all got to be running these accounts because ain't nobody over 30. <laughs> this got to be somebody 25, some intern, which is smart business. And y'all are getting them to do this because ain't no way. Ain't no way. Like, like, yeah, like he had mentioned, like ESPN had said something, had got in on the action, and then he said, "Tune in on the Comedy Central TikTok page as they go against each other." I'm like, "Wait a minute, what? This is happening? So weird. So <laughs> this weird. is. I'm for all of this. I'm for all of it. Candy, uh, let me know when you want to go cloak shopping. No, I'm I'm being dead ass. Like I'm not even playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm stupid dead ass. I would I would love it. Uh, I have to find you on Facebook too because I'm already following you on IG. So I have to like stalk you other places and yes. be in the brandy group. Perfect, so, perfect. Yeah. We'll link after this. Oh my god. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Brian, where can everybody find you? <laughs> well, and, um, and, I am at um, Between Magic and Dreams on uh, Instagram. TikTok and Facebook. Um, I'm not as active on Facebook because these other two take up all my time. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, my email, of course, is between <laughs> dreams at yahoo.com. Oh, and of course, the, the website, same name, right. between magazinedreams.com. There you go. And go some, you show some support. Go to the Amazon, get the book, show some mad support. Go to the Audacious Black Films page, Big Cartel, dot Big Dark Cartel. Ooh, I like Show that. Show some, some page. <laughs> there you go. Inktober, you go. man. That was rough, but it was fun. <laughs> so show some support, like we always do. Uh, Candy B. Yes. I know what it is. I know what it is. Gang, gang. Is it time for me to rap? Uh, yeah. No. It's not. Gang, gang. What did you say? Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear him. What'd you say? I said, I heard you had bars. I do. And he knows what it is. It's just, I have to be like really drunk or something. It's never, <laughs> it's never a sober state. I have to be really tired, uh, really drunk. And then it's just like, I rap. I don't know. Um, not 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 turtles drunk. <laughs> no, oh man! But I'll tell y'all that story after we get off so, this recording. <laughs> anyway, I'll never forget that one. <laughs> it's so bad, y'all. Share it after we're done. At Candy you Cosplay, if you're watching, it's already done with y'all. And not spell Candy with an I. Do like what's doing? And then cosplay. My link tree is in my bio on IG. I'm on IG more than anything else. I'm a meme whore. So you're going to see me on there more than anything else. But I'm trying to get my ticket talk together. I'm trying to get my reels together. Um, but you'll see all the links for the nonprofits I support, the events I am planning. Um, again, I'm trying to have big and small events that are going to be Omarion, Decepticon free. So we ain't got to worry about nobody. And <laughs> we just want to have a good, safe, sophisticated ratchet time for the adult prom I'm throwing. Um, hopefully I can get this lovers and friends kind of single mixer thing going before Valentine's Day. Um, and before the summer, I want to have my 
princess tea party business going because I think it's important for little girls of color to have a princess show up that looks like them, hair texture like them. I'm so desperately wanted yeah, especially that. Especially if your little girl is like this. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And that's yeah, 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 we need that. that is so amazing. Oh, like <laughs> parents of the year just for that. So I'm hoping to bring that experience. And I love kids anyway. So I, I can't wait. That's probably the thing I'm most excited about that. Between that and the adult prom. So I'm excited about all of my my things this year and working for another brandy. You see how well I put things together. <laughs> this Thank guy. you, Chris. This just keeps this linking. Is like and I'm just like, you're welcome. Look, I, I told I'm literally like the Nick Fury of the crew. I'm literally fighting. <laughs> but to be fair. I, I then if you're Nick, I'm very much like Thor because everyone likes me. Uh, <laughs> even when they even when they don't like me, even when there's some Star Lord. Yeah, even when they don't like you, they like you. They like me. You're still a fan. You're a fan. You're just confused. That's all. I feel like I'm Iron Man. Cause I be doing the most. I be going around like yes. <laughs> oh my god uh, so if anything uh, i think i'd just be group man i'm, <laughs> that's I, I'm that silent just lay back and chill just lay back and chill you are treat <laughs> you are treat call, call me in call me in thank you so much for having us chris oh no problem thank thanks for having coming on man i appreciate it uh you can find me here of course, if you're watching <laughs> at Chris, <laughs> at Chris Fury that one on on Chris dot Fury one on IG, Chris Fury one on TikTok. You can also find me here at the Link Tree. You can find me on IG all the time under Blurs Eye View. Just go to the Link Tree and follow all the links there. Uh, but until the next mission, as we always do, we talk to Blurs that's in the culture that talks about everything. I want to thank our guests, the Audacious Black Film and Brian Covington for coming on. So I really appreciate that. Go out there, show some support to them. Uh, we'll have the links up on the website, or I'm sorry, not the website, but on the IG page for the uh, for the links for the links for all the lookups and everything. And be sure to check us out next Tuesday as we talk to other blurs or just amongst ourselves talking about the things we love the best, geek world, geek style, as only we can. And until next, then until we talk again, remember to entertain yourself and others, educate yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. And until the next mission, this is Chris Fury and his crew. We're out. With the dab, really, Candy? The dab? Ding dong. Ding dong. I'll take you out to dinner. All right. We're out.